What a day, hey? What a day, what a day, what a day. Thank you so much for the music. Thank you so much for the inspiration. Thank you so much for being the person that you were. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And in the same breath, we have to say, as everybody has been saying and celebrating and commemorating as well throughout the entire day, the life, the times, the journeys, as well as the freedom given to the late Tata Nelson Mandela. share so much you know as a nation at this time at this juncture 0605842250 I don't know where you were I don't know if you were born what does that moment meant you know I take it a step further because February 11 1990 a, a day literally that millions of South Africans had been waiting decades and decades for and why? Let's go on a history lesson for a little bit. Now, 30 years ago today, on a cloudless Sunday afternoon, the now resting greatest father of our nation, Nelson Madiba Mandela, was released from 27 years of imprisonment by the apartheid regime and instantly galvanizing the country and the world at large to dismantle the brutal system of racial oppression. Now, that very famous raised, clenched fist salute 
striding purposefully from the gates of Victor Ferste prison. Uh, Mandela was then 71 years old, would go on to create a better nation and an even better united sporting nation. Trust me, I kid you not, when, when I say that Mzansi sporting excellence rests on Madiba's hard-fought sweat. Wouldn't he be proud of Sia Kolisi as well as the Springboks today? Wouldn't he? Who would forget the sight of him unable to hold back his tears as they, they fell freely down his cheeks? When we were named the 2010 FIFA World Cup host back in 2004... It is thanks to Mandela and his comrades who campaigned tirelessly hard that we as South Africans could even dare to dream about hosting the world's biggest tournament. It is also thanks to him that the world could finally trust us to deliver this particular event as a world-class event and at a world-class level. Now today we celebrate this iconic figure who left an invaluable mark in our sporting circles and let's take you back, though, very briefly to the speech that he made on the 14th of May 2004 as we celebrate 20 years of staging the World Cup with Madiba anchoring the campaign. It also just takes me back to how important this delivery was, how important leadership was on this day. I've spoken about this before. The tireless leadership of the then-president, Tabombegi, going to Zurich, taking all the speeches that had been written, bringing them forward. The then CEO of the SABC was there, Peter McClary. Uh, there was a then great football superstar, now late Phil Massinger, and a whole host of people that the Nelson Mandela was there. And obviously because former president, Tabombegi knew what was happening around, and he didn't want to make Madiba uh, the, the center of attention which invariably he does become, of course. So I asked him to sit down, made everybody else come through so that there's no hoo-ha when he walks in, that this must be a business presentation, a business-like approach to everybody that was there so that it's not all fanfare. Took control of those speeches. It was about the red ink, the red pen, scratching, adding, Subtracting, multiplying, whatever you want to call it. But that's how they handled it. And in that came some great words. My friends, it is 28 years since FIFA took its stand against the racially divided football and helped to inspire the final struggle against apartheid. While we were on Robben Island, the only access to a FIFA World Cup would have been through radio. Football offered the only joyful release to the prisoners. Since that time, so much has changed. As I stand before you as part of the South African delegation, I can confirm that we are ready able, willing, and capable, as well as passionate, about hosting the 2010 FIFA World Cup. FIFA World Cup. You, my friends, have it in your hands to make that dream 
a reality. Through football, we can celebrate the humanity of the southern tip of Africa and share that with the continent and the world. As football generated hope on Robben Island, hosting this World Cup will give further meaning to this hope. And here to put our case, it is my pleasure to hand you over to my president, Tabombeke, who is able supported by Ivan Koza, Danny Jordan, and a fellow African, Abedi Pele. I thank you. Well, you can tell that it was measured, you can tell that it was calculated, you can tell that that was a nation wanting, vying, hoping for a World Cup to come our way, and it certainly did. Much respect. When you're a leader, you also allow yourself to be led. This time for Africa. Now, friends, before I tell you who is going to be in the final. <laughs> here comes uh, Shabalala. He's got a chance here. My goodness. What a fantastic goal for South Africa. What a way to open the scoring in the 2010 World Cup. It's unbelievable. I, I'm dreaming, man. I'm dreaming. Wake me up. Wake me up. Great opportunity in behind the defence. Here's a chance. Shabalala, what a one. Oh, South Africa score. It's Africa's first World Cup and it's the host South Africa against the Mexican side. It's on here now, the goalkeeper's beaten and South Africa have their first goal. Sipiwi Shabalala. We are all Africans. Oh, what a finish that was from Shabalala on the first goal in the 2010 World Cup. One African soil goes to the home nation and what a goal it was. You know, if, if you love sport and you love exactly what it is that leadership uh, who are designed and destined to make a difference, I always say to people that there's a lot of focus nowadays on, on people being led. Maybe led the wrong way. I don't know. But there's, there's a sense somehow that sport gets left behind and yet sport is such a massive unifier. I'm not even talking about hashtags of stronger together. Uh, I'm talking about actual real get together of real sporting codes. Yes, it ultimately culminates in all of that that we saw happening with the Rugby World Cup. But we're talking about true spirit here. A unity that is unmatched. And I do hope that as we move forward, that the leadership takes very seriously the issues around sport. 
and the fact that as opposed to people making crime a sport, that they make sport, sport, and something lucrative, something to get out of the poverty confines that a lot of people find themselves in. And I think a lot of the times in recent years, we have forgotten that ethos of sport and the power that it has and generates. People filled up Cape Town Stadium the other day for an exhibition tennis game. You know, that match was resounding because you had the leaders in tennis coming to South Africa. Where do you think they refined their skills to be the best? Kevin Anderson was here the other day. Where did he refine his skills? Yes, he might be South African. But it wasn't South Africa that made him the finest and one of the best that we see rallying for hours and hours at center court. No, he had to go somewhere else, like the Roland Schumans of this world have to go somewhere else. We, we need to refocus. We need to sort out Suscog. We need to sort out all of these all of these organizations that look at themselves. You know, you've got you to sort out Suscog. Undoubtedly. I think they have a free ride these days because nobody challenges them. The focus is just... I mean, the world can't just be about one minister or one public protector or whatever. We have serious problems in this country. And I think the sooner we can address those, the better. Because sport makes such a difference in everybody's lives. And we need to get back to making it a priority. And I do plead on this public platform, that we get back to that because we're a better society being like that. It is no joy while you're stuck in traffic right now. Eh? Traffic lights are not working. You're frustrated. You're seeing people disobeying the rules of the road and crossing barriers and driving on pavements. Why? Because we have a disconnect. So let's reconnect. Sir, what Marawa has my brother. Oh, Robert, you do a great job there, my man. Uh, this uh, sports show is not a sports show only on this. It's a something special. You make some people dream come true, Robert. Robert, you are, you are doing a great job there, my man. You need a bell. Robert, uh, I want to take this opportunity and say thanks a lot. Thanks a million to you for helping those people who are talented, Robert. We are, real man. we are a real man, Rob. I don't know what to say to you, but keep up a good work, Robert. Good evening, Rob. Uh, Mr. Matluputu, not everybody who was alive or who was born then who can forget that day. It is a day that will always be remembered by any South African, the release of Matiwa. That's where everything started. I'm your guys, Boo from Nil Mafia's Extension 7 in Mams. I'm listening to you, Rob. Keep doing what you do best. Thank Good evening, Mr. Marawasi, Lesiba Betuel, Medelberg. Wow, wow. Inspirational speech from the great Nelson Mandela. I stand before you not as a, not as a prophet, but as a humble servant. Wow, wow. I don't know how many leaders can say that. We have lost a great man. Uh, Rob, I was in there on 1990, but I was born on 1994. But 
the way we see videos by that time, we see South Africans were happy by that time. You see, but I just wanna say thanks, Tata, for the freedom. You fought for it, but you are misusing it as the youth of South Africa. Ish. Drugs are killing our youth, Rob. Kinusi from Fenter's Dopchin location. Oh, good evening, Rob. Uh, what I can say about Madiba, uh, it brings uh, joy in my heart, and I'm, I, I feel even emotional. I was young, but when you're playing those clips, until those of WIFA World Cup 2010, you can feel that, that spirit, it comes back to us as a nation that we have made it. And I'm proud to be a South African. And viva Comrade Madiva, viva as usual. Thank you, Rob. Oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. Let me take Richard in St. Jurian. Good evening, Richard. Good evening, Mr. Marao. How are you? I'm very good, thanks, man. You want to chat about the great man? I want to chat about the great man, but I also want to link him to the show. Great man, Mr. Mandela, was never here to be saved, but to save people. The great man had so much inspiration and influence on us as human beings, particularly as South Africans that whenever in positions of leadership, we are not there to be held high, but we are there to uplift the people that are underneath us. And the reason why I said I want to talk about the great men and link into this show, Mr. Marawa, we, we don't listen to this show because we are bored. There are many, out, there are many other spot uh, shows that are out there. But it is because of the quality in which this show is presented. It's because of ordinary people are having a voice on this show. It is because we disagree to disagree, but at the end of the day we agree on one thing, that we are all here to serve. Mr. Marawa, I've said it so many times on this show, that I thank Mr. Romeo Kumalo, the day he gave you that mic, many years ago, if he didn't do that, we, shouldn't, we wouldn't be having what we are having today. Yesterday, I was almost in tears when you put that caller online and you asked him to commentate. And I know for a fact that it doesn't end there because I know this show. I know what you have done for many people, ordinary people. So I think today is such a good day that we celebrate the great man, Mr. Mandela, but we also celebrate you. We had Dr. Jordan one day on your, on your birthday. He said that you are the most talked about sport anchor. If they are not talking to you, they are talking about you. Mr. Marawa, whenever you are doing good things, people will will talk, whether negative or positive, but they'll say something. But the bottom line is that the work that you are doing, even if they are saying they are naysayers, they will always remember the good things that you are doing. That deep down their hearts they know that this man is doing a great job. And that is why for me, the other day when the great man was on the show, 
your friend. Uh, come on now, why is his name skipping me? I wanted to say to him, he need to do something about you, Mr. Marawa, to celebrate you, to talk about you. No, talk you about, talk about, the, the, talk about of, the great people. Don't talk about no, useless no, no, people no, like no. me. I know, I know, Mr. Marawa, but to us, such a great man. And thank I want to so thank much. you for the wonderful job that you are doing. I mean, that, that gentleman yesterday, I know that he's, you, you know, just be, be, being part of this show, already setting you, you know, higher, higher places. I know that that great man is going to get his opportunity to commentate. And it's because of this show. No one else can do it but this show. Otam Sila went to Egypt. Not because of people that have money, but because he's part of this show. And we saw him arriving in style. And I want to say to you, my brother, keep it up. I speak from the heart, and I mean what I'm saying. And I always pray that may the good Lord keep you. May the good Lord bless you. May the good, you give you, the good Lord give you peace. And whatever that you do, knowing that you are doing a great job for us ordinary people. That's why we love this show. Wow. Sure. Thank you so much. You always believe again in life that you must always bring your haters a chair since they can't stand go. to see you blessed, whoever they there are. There we go. But thank you so there much, my go. friend. I appreciate it, Richard. Let me take Lucky in Freiburg. Good evening, Lucky. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Hey. No, my, my, uh, my, my diva is taking us back. The, the, the memories are taking us back. Yes, uh, you see, Robert Manish, just hearing his voice again, Manish, it just gives me good bumps. He has done a lot for us in South Africa, man. I don't even know where to start. You see, but we we'll always appreciate what he's done for this country. Now it's up to us to take it forward. Actually, I wanted to comment about Pele. Uh, I heard that Pele was sick, it's not right, not well now, you see. So, what I just wanted to say, Robert, is that this thing. That is happening about sometimes uh, erecting statues and celebrating people when they are dead. I think it's not only happening here in South Africa, it's happening the world over because I think what Pele has done for football. Now, in Zurich, at the headquarters of FIFA, there should have been at least a statue of Pele by now. But I think someone out there is waiting for him to die first before they honor him. I think he's done a lot for football, that man. So I just wish maybe they could just honor him while he's still alive. You see, that's yeah. just what I wanted to comment about, you see. And then, Robert, another thing is, I'm one of the people who have been following you, your shows, all of you, for a very long time. But I started talking to you last last year. I think it was last year. Sure. I think, man, you are doing a great job, to be honest. You are doing a very, very, very great job. Just to call on your show and to listen to your show and all the things that happen, then it's... I think you are doing a great job. Then thank you. Thank you so much, Baba. I always say that the only bosses that make sense to me are the people that listen to the show and approve of the show. The day you say we are dishing out absolute nonsense is the day I ask to be relieved of my duties and I walk out of this building. It is is as simple as that. Yeah, it's not like maybe we are trying to regas fate or something. You are doing a great job. Sometimes... Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we can disagree. That's what I was saying yesterday, is that people don't understand the essence of a talk show. A talk show is not a call center where you're saying, hi, Lucky, we put you on the phone. 
and then yeah. and then you you talk and you talk and you talk. No, we we got to engage. I got to you know I almost got to play devil's advocate every show that I'm here. Even if I agree with you, I've got to give you an angle where I am forced to make you think. You know, not yeah, because I'm being silly. It's because that's the engagement of talk radio is that we're not here to just be pleasant. You must walk away having something to think about. I must walk away having something to think about. And that is the nature of engagement. I see, consent. Uh, we don't, we're not just connecting to talk because in the airtime. You, you see, mm, even as the caller, sometimes we say something on air that you might not agree with. It doesn't mean that because you are the host of the show, you must agree with everything that we say. Absolutely. You see, but at the end of the day, after I just dropped the call, I think about the things that you said to me, then I see that, oh, you were talking from this angle because you were saying this about that. Like, last day I called on your show, I talked about hey, players in South Africa being overrated and stuff, and mm. you ended up not agreeing with me, but you were not fighting with me. You were just <laughs> asking me simple questions like, when did you start being an expert of how players should be worth and stuff like that? Yeah, it didn't hold me while, while I was still on the line. I just said, hey, <laughs> <it's just> <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's why i'm saying that you understand the concept now there are people who will never ever talk to me on this platform and and one thing they get wrong again and let me seize the opportunity quickly while we're talking about this one thing they get wrong is that they're not talking to me they're talking to you and everybody else so saying that you don't want to speak to robert i'm going to go speak to it does nothing to me it actually it does not take away, it does not add, it does not multiply, it doesn't subtract, it does nothing. So if you choose not to come on this platform, good for you. But it, you're, not, you're not hurting me. It is a public platform. So, but thanks, Baba. I, I think we've covered quite a bit there. Let me take Sizwe. Sizwe's in Bloom. Good evening. Hey, Rob, how are you? I am as strong as can be, my friend. Welcome to the show. It, it is good to talk to you, Rob. I've never spoken to you before. Good to have you, but I always listen to your show every day. My wife knows I, I need to go to the car and leave them with their TV. You divorce every day yeah. for an hour and a half. Your marriage yeah. is broken. I understand. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> look, look, uh, look, you are one of the creatures that we have in South Africa. And I enjoy your content every day. I just wish and pray before... You before you end, if it will ever end, but you can be in one room with, with four gentlemen and discuss anything because you are one of the open people. You are one of the people that when we listen to, we, we get to understand things that we never look at and we get a different perspective altogether. If you can sit with Julius Malema, with Benny uh, Mukoma and how Jefferson in Bloomfontein, COT. Yes. Peter in one room and discuss anything. I'm sure South Africans will realize that we've got great people that can attack or take topics that are difficult, are uncomfortable, and make them make those topics so that we can understand the direction of South Africa altogether. I wish one day that can happen. But keep on the great show, Rob. You are doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Baba. I'll, I'll take your advice. These are gentlemen that should be in one room discussing life and issues and sport as life.
And if it takes us in that direction, let us humbly do that. I, I, I have noted your comments, Cesar. Thank you so much, Mab. Thanks a lot, Mab. 100%. I appreciate it. Hey, let me run away. Yo, the lines are full. Uh, this was supposed to be about Madiba. Me, I've not been behind bars for 27 years, guys. Please, 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 please. The context, you know, I have not. And I'm not going to lie to you. There's great strides and sacrifices uh, that have been laid out here. But I do not take for granted, and I don't mean to belittle anything, I don't take for granted the feedback. And we take it, the good, the bad, uh, the medium to well done, the well done, the burnt, whichever one it is, we take. Nelson Mandela one-on-one moment with Robert Marawa. We're not just playing his sound bites. He was here on Metro FM. Chanting to the former president of South Africa, that is Nelson Mandela. And obviously the names, Kholikhatla, Talibonga, Matiba Mandela, those are your proper names. But then your teacher decided, hey, you've got to have a, a Christian name somewhere. And that's where Nelson came in. No, that's true. That's true. Those days... <coughs> Uh, they valued uh, English names and uh, I had no alternative because uh, when I went there, I went with my name, African name but uh, then uh, the lady teacher said, no, you must have a white an English name. What's your English name? I had never heard of any English name and it says from today you are Nelson. And that's why today we still hold on very dearly to that particular name. No, that's true. Maybe that's why some of the names you find around are pretty strange, like Exhaust and uh, Terminator. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> NSW. Evening, Rob. Uh, I'm still going to come uh, for you and Beverly for the explosive work that you are doing there. I know that uh, so many uh, callers have uh, tried to honor you and you, you seem to downpour that. But you are a true legend, Rob. We are still going to come and celebrate you while you are still alive. But uh, coming to the great uh, Mandela, the great Holy Sasa, our Rob, in course I can only say, thank you so much. It's Tobago Tondolo here in Leontine. Rob, thank you, man. As a young man, um, I was there. I was uh, eight years old in 1990. And I remember it was one of the first few times I'd ever seen my father cry. Um, It was that day. And the other time was uh, when as a young man, those are the two days I remember vividly. Uh, thank you for keeping these memories alive, Rob. We are sports fans, but we are uh, uh, fans of life. And your show brings together life and sport. And we thank you for keeping these memories alive. Thanks, Rob. Hey, Mr. Marawa, Charlie Peterson from Centurion. My brother, I'm listening to you. You are talking like a real leader that are looking for solutions for our country. I fully agree with you. I think leadership must step up now. It's about time for us as leaders to step up and say, let us be counted. You know, it's 30 years since Madiba was released and his legacy is there forever for us to take to a next level. And I think the leader that Madiba was, was a leader saying that I'm only here for five years. I want other leaders to emerge 
So I fully agree. I fully agree with your sentiments. It's about time, especially for men and fathers in this country to be counted as people that are there to make a difference. I salute you, Mr. Marawa. Evening, Robert Marawa. This is Tuso from Polokwani. Robert, I still remember 1994. I, I, I didn't know, I, I didn't understand what's going to happen. I didn't know what will happen, but you know what? He made us believe. He made everything very, very possible. I mean, 2010 World Cup, who was thinking we can host the uh, Soccer World Cup in South Africa? He made it happen. Everything was so marvelous. He made me believe. He made me believe. And I think South Africa, all South Africans believed this can happen. He was the great man. May his soul rest in peace.